Shalom Aleichem, this is a summary on the second Sicha Parshas Baha'u'llah, and the topic of the Sicha is about Anova, being humble, not being egotistical, feeling lower than those around you, feeling subdued to all of those around you. And this comes up in this week's Torah portion because the Torah says, Moshe was the most humble man that ever lived on the face of the earth. And the Alta Rebbe says, as the Rebbe calls it in the Sicha, that even in front of a Nachri, even to, even towards a non-Jew who was an idol worshiper, an Moshe felt a sense of of um, he felt that he was the person's equal, and even had an element of hachnoa, a certain subduedness to himself towards that individual. And the question is, how is that even possible? And uh, and and what is what what is really this trait of anava, which is such an important trait in Judaism, of modesty, of being humble? What uh, what is what does it boil down to? And the Rebbe brings. From the Mitla Rebbe, the second Rebbe of Chabad, the Mitla Rebbe, who says that there's a mistake in the world about Anova. And he says that, he says, not the way the way the world thinks, that the world mixes up between Anova and Shiflus, feeling lowly and being humble, being modest. He said it's not the same thing. Being lowly is a central concept as well, but it's a different concept. It's expounded upon in many places. The most uh, important place where it's expounded upon in Chabad literature is the 30th chapter of Tanya, where it discusses the Mishnah, one should be exceedingly lowly before all other people. And the question is, how could you feel lowly before everyone, that everyone is superior to yourself? How is that possible? And there's so many lowly people before everyone. And the explanation, in short, that the Alter Rebbe offers and explains, brilliantly as a matter of fact, is that you have to mix apples with apples and oranges with oranges. So the you're not faced with the same challenges that that individual is faced with. So that person, you're being very judgmental. However, you don't realize what a raging battle the person had to fight in their heart their evil inclination, pulling them towards doing this particular sin, something you're not even drawn towards. So for to you to wag your finger and, and, and so on is ridiculous. The only proper comparison is the challenges that you face in your life, do you pass those tests? And when we say do you, the challenges in your life, we mean the level in which you would have to battle yourself to the degree that that other individual who you're judging has to battle himself, do you fight that same war or do you lose the battle every single time when it requires that much willpower and that much energy to fight that war? And everyone has on their level what they're supposed to be fighting. And then al Rebbe says over there that in fact you're lower than that person because the fact that he loses the war is because he's a lower. He's because he's on a lower level. Is because he's he doesn't know as much as you do. But you knows better, and yet you don't win those wars. Surely you're more low than that individual, right? That's the var. That's the idea that Alter Rebbe over there says. But this is fundamentally. This is not the trait of anova per se. This is not the trait of humility of modesty, um, because shiflos feeling lowly is that you actually are lower than the people around you. 
In other words, the Alter Rebbe's calculation over there, for example, that we just said, actually, once you think about it, you find out and you come to the realization, and it's the truth, that you're actually lower than everyone around you. Or at the very least, the Mitle Rebbe says, at the very least, you think you're lower than everyone around you. That's shiftless. However, Anava is, Anava is where you absolutely have a total knowledge, a supreme knowledge of, of your advantages, of your greatness, and your value, and you're actually not lower than the people around you in any which way. In any which way, you fight your wars. You're, you're, it's a totally different idea. It's not that you're not a weir. However, the idea of Anav is that you don't take credit for anything. Now, why wouldn't you take credit? So for that, we have a calculation brought in Chassid. It's another calculation. What's the calculation? The calculation is that everything you have was given to you from above. Everything you have is given to you from above. All those abilities, all those faculties, all those uh, talents, all from above. And if and if you have greater talents, it's because it was given to you by God, by Hashem. And, in fact, the person could argue that if someone else would have those same talents, they would have developed it even more than you have. Now, keep in mind, this is not necessarily the same level of you actually feel lower than someone else in the sense that you say that for sure someone else would have done better. You have no way of knowing that. That's not even your point per se. But you think that probably other people would do better or you think that that very likely um, that other people would do better than myself. It is a sense of not taking any credit for oneself to the point where you, where you feel like other people's equal and you even feel subdued before them that, that, that they were, you know, they're just as great as you. And if they would have your abilities, they would, they, they perhaps would have developed it even more. That is critical to the understanding of what Anova is. However, the problem is, seemingly, it's not always possible to make that argument. There are times where there are certain things where one could argue that it is through the person's avoida, through the person's work. You could take a certain element of credit. So let's take an example. A person could learn a tremendous amount of Torah. Tremendous. They know the entire Torah. It's referred to as a Sinai. Someone knows the entire Torah. So now you can't really take credit for your vast, for this, this person can't really take uh, credit for their vast knowledge and, 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 and grasp of the Torah. Why? Because another person is working just as hard as they are. The person is putting in the same amount of hours and working very hard. But guess what? They're not going to reach the place where you reached in terms of your Torah knowledge. You, your mind is so brilliant that this is where you arrive at. Therefore, you can't really take credit for that because that was given to you by Hashem. It's fine. However, there's a, there's a, there's, if a person works hard enough in Torah, they actually change as a person. There's even a concept that the Yetzirah, they're now no longer even have a connection to the Yetzirah. They're saved from sin. They're protected from sin. They reach a level in Torah. Now, that doesn't come from the pure knowledge. That comes from the work of learning the Torah. In other words, the, the, the fact is, maybe you wouldn't have reached that high level in Torah, but that Yagiyah, that, that, that working hard and actually sitting and studying and, and devoting your life to Torah, that is the work that you've made the decision with your free choice. And you have become a person who fears sin. In other words, it could be that a person, even if he doesn't have such a good head, but if they would have devoted that same amount of time and they would have made their life tighter, they would also be granted that protection that the tighter provides. That element of what changed by this person, um, it came about through his own hard work. Now, even though, of course, if you have a great head, it's easier to put in those hours and put in that effort. 
because you know you're seeing the fruits of your labor and so on. But nevertheless, in the end of the day, it's not literally given to you from above. You've earned it on you've you've earned it and you've become it. Furthermore, where it would seem to be problematic to have Anova is that being that he has transformed himself and become a very high level, a person seemingly would be able to argue and say that uh, that his very being has changed. He's become a different person, a different human being. He's no longer a human like others are. He's no longer on the same level as other people, similar to the distinction between an animal and a human. That's how vast the difference. The person has literally become a different person. And therefore, you can't make the argument the other person would have done more at that at once you're on a certain level because it's true the person maybe would have developed it more but then he wouldn't be that person in other words why why don't we feel anova towards an animal because a person could argue and say that the animal um you can't say if the animal would have had brains it would have done better than me because why can you make that argument because if the animal would have brains then it wouldn't be an animal so it doesn't. It's not an argument. Similarly, a person, even within two human beings, when you reach a level of spirituality, which makes you a different category of a human being, seemingly you can't say the other person, if if they if they were on this level, then uh, then then they do better than me. Yeah, but if they'd be on that level, then they wouldn't be themselves. Then they would be on a totally different level. It's a different categorization. It's a different human being. It's a whole different level. And on that level, seemingly, Moshe had that level also. Moshe, greatest advantage that Moshe had wasn't through his own development. It was that he was transformed and he was a different level than, the, than everybody else. And with, the, with the, ultimate, the greatest prophet that ever lived and that will ever live. And seemingly, it's true, even if he can't take full credit, of course, it was given to him from above, but how is he, how could he be an onof? How could he feel subdued before other people? How could he say that you are that I'm greater um, than you? That you're greater than me? How could he feel subdued before other people when he's a totally different category of a human being, a superior human being? And the answer to that ultimately is that the Anova of Meishu Rabbeinu stems from a much higher level of form of Anova. The form of anava, where it's called anava, anivas be'etzim, where a person is in their core, they have this humility. And it's their identity. This humility is part of who they are. They're so connected with God, and God Almighty himself is an anav. Hashem himself is an anav, is humble. Now, it's not because God makes a calculation why he should be humble. It's simply a, a trait that he has God is the ultimate of all perfections, and being humble is a perfection, and God has that as well. And just like Hashem has it, so too Moshe has it. And that's how Moshe was able to be bottle. And that's how you find people like Rabbi Yosef, who had the advantage that we discussed before of being Sinai and being saved from sin and so on, why he was able to be bottle, why he was able to be an anav uh, because of this very, very high level. There are those, there's a school of thought who actually believes within the Amiraim, that as a matter of fact, a person actually never becomes a different categorization of a human being. 
That's not how it works. It all is attributed to God, and you, in your essence, never really change. So even though the person becomes saved from sin, actually, they still remain the same person. It's the Torah which protects them from sin. And even Moshe, you could ultimately say the, the prophecy, he didn't become the person of, he didn't become God himself. He didn't become the prophecy itself. And therefore, everything is attributed attributable to God. And therefore, the calculation would work as a matter of fact, that if someone, that, 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 that I'm not, uh, that A, whatever I did accomplish um, was given to me, only be, I was only developing the strengths given to me by Hashem. And the things that I, that, and the fact that I'm a different category of a human being, so I'm, it's like a human being compared to an animal, that never, uh, that never is uh, the case. Uh, so here are some ideas. There's much more to the Sikha, but this, I believe, captures the core tenets of what comes out of this beautiful Sikha.